Subjects are broken little things Feels good to be kind But it's the only thing that keeps you alive And I'm alone most of the time now Now I'm the only one worth hanging around And I can really put my roots down now I'm the Welcome only to The Basement What is good, everybody? I've been on delay. I don't mean to be on delay. Every time that I go over a week without dropping a podcast, uh, it's literally like within the first four or five things in my mind, like on the to-do list, like I got to get that done. But as I'm sure this pandemic's been hitting everybody a little bit differently, like it's affected my household and the scheduling department, but we're... uh, we're getting some things uh, back on track. We're, we're, we're headed our way to the next version of normal or new normal. So we got, what, pre-pandemic, 2020. Uh, everybody's lives going about a certain way. And then we had, bam, pandemic hit and everybody's lives are drastically shifted. And as we are coming to some type of end of like just restrictions, economic shutdown, uh, stay-at-home orders. I know some places are still in effect, but as we move you know, overall as a whole towards the end of that, like we're, we're coming on to the, the next normal. And I don't know if that's the last normal. I, you know, I guess it obviously it won't be the last normal, but I don't know if there's not another normal soon to come there after that. So it'll be interesting, you know, what plays out in the next, you know, six months, year, Two years just to see the direction of the country and and where we shift and and, and where we're going. But as as, I, as we come, you know, back in finding our our next normal, starting up next week, we're getting a, a daycare schedule back back in line. I'm gonna be having some different business hours because right now it's been it's been hectic, jam packed, and, and kind of go 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 while being at home 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 so it's uh it's interesting so i definitely commend all the child care workers out there all the teachers for those of you who don't know i, I was a an education major before i i quit going to college i got my associate's degree and then a few credits into my junior year now this is over the course of of 14 15 years going to school by the way i still don't have a bachelor's degree but i i ended on a teaching major um, special education, uh, behavioral, emotional and behavioral disorders, EBD. So that was that was what I wanted to focus on. And then long term, so there's a there's a high male demand for special ed teachers. So let me rephrase that: in in, in special education within the United States public school system and probably in the private school system as well. There's a there's a high demand for males within special education. So I, I, I fit that mold. So go on and, and get in to a place where I can, you know, help people at arm's reach, you know, because a lot of the times, you know, it, it's overlooked that some of the, the individuals that are in special education aren't like just physically handicapped or were, were born with some type of defect. It's emotional and behavioral disorders that I want to specialize in, in in the sense that a lot of those end up being young men and oftentimes they don't have a father 
in the home or any type of father figure to look up for. So hence the high male demand in that career field. But then long term, and while I did want to do that, and you know what I wanted to do more than that was coach gym, be a gym teacher. So teaching just childhood athletics, longevity, mobility, you know, a little bit more emphasis on, you know, why we're going through this stuff and what health really is for the long term. Because I think that's a very important thing. As I've sat back in this pandemic, like I pretty much, uh, uh, oh, here before I go on, move on to the diet, I, like I want to become, I want to do that. So I wanted to get in the school system uh, as special ed teacher, work my way to become a gym teacher because one job is there's a lot of demand. Another one, those jobs are few and far between, male or female, and tenure would be nice to have going into that. And uh, you know, I wanted to just be in the education system, and that door is not closed. I mean, I didn't, I'm never going to be a, a teacher again. So as I work out the, the real estate stuff right now, that's what I'm doing now for the, for the foreseeable future, at least the next few to several years, I'll be doing what I'm doing right now. And I, I do enjoy it. But as my kids get a little bit older and depending on how, you know, our lifestyle is or changes and, and you know, what business opportunities that I'm taking advantage of and, and where I'm at will depend on where I go, what decision I make. So so life is is always changing and evolving. And I like to to kind of keep things, keep things a little interesting from time to time. And, but uh, definitely, definitely dig uh dig just everything that's going on now and uh just looking towards the future i just i always think that's that's a great thing to keep in mind i I try to keep my mind just years ahead just i try to you know read the past you know the writings on the wall just in a psychological sense just who i am the decisions i've made that got me to where i'm at okay and now the outlook on that moving forward if if these type of decisions are made you know, good, bad, or indifferent, where are you going to be in the next few years based off, you know, particular decisions. So that's, uh, that's how I try to look at stuff. So right now, just kind of cruising along. But what I was started to say was during this pandemic stuff, like I would keep a, a, generally I try to keep a pretty healthy diet. Like I, I ain't shitting right, to be honest with you. And I haven't shat right my entire life. I'm 35 years old and it's always been just a, a nightmare. Ask my mother my entire life, like something's up with my guts and we just never got it checked out, never got it, it, it looked at. So I don't, I don't really know what it is. But these days, as I think about health, wellness and longevity, like I want to be here like healthily as a as as an old man I want to reduce as many factors that I'm in control of that are going to shorten my life so if if I, if I'm taken off this earth at a young age I don't want it to be a younger age than I would feel <laughs> complete in, in this life <clears throat> that's going to be an accident because I just want to be an old man who's you know, able-bodied, you know, I, I want my, my wits about me and be the ability to wipe my own ass. You know what I'm saying? If I can get up and out of bed, up and down stairs, wipe my own ass and have full cognition as expected, like I, I want to live as long as I have all of those things. And, you know, I need to get some paperwork in place for that. Your will is very important. That's a weird turn I just took, but, but that jumped me to thinking about when my granddad passed away how emotionally just erupting and draining and overflowing an individual becomes when you have the death of a close family member. 
and you may be put in the situation where you have where you inherit the estate. And when you inherit the estate, an estate is somebody, the estate of, all right, X. So you get, you know, so I inherit my granddad's estate. Well, that's, I inherited him. So he has credit cards. He has newspaper subscriptions. He has, you know, certain debt. He has certain retirement plans in place. You know, fortunately, there is life insurance in place, you know, from my mom and myself, but I got handed this estate and there's a house involved. So I inherited a house. I had to sell a house. I had to sell all personal belongings. And fortunately, we had a lawyer uh, on the team. Like my, my grandparents, they set up a will. So when my grandma died. Everything just went to my, my granddad. And then when he passed away, everything went to my mom. She was unable to handle closing the estate. So that went to me. So I did. And if he didn't have a will in place, breaking everything down, this is, he had, you know, his kind of last wishes in there. And that's, that's, you know, very nice, very cool. And he died in the way that he wanted to. He died in the comfort of his own home. That's what he said. He wanted to die. My grandma said the same thing. They both died in the home. So he did that. All right. And then after I'm past, after I'm past, it's going to go to my state breaks down this way. So I got the, the house, all the belongings, the, the vehicle, and got rid of everything, closed out all his credit cards, paid the debt, shut down any subscriptions that were had. And it was just a lot and very quick and very overwhelming. 2016 was, it was a crazy year. I went to, I was activated for the Air National Guard for just a couple months at the beginning of the year. Come back the end of February, my grandfather passes away in the middle of middle of March. Uh, get engaged, get married, uh, get have a honeymoon, then get pregnant. I saw, and then uh, we found out we were pregnant. Or my wife Megan told me we were pregnant on uh, election day. So, and then a, a, a new president as well. So it's just a, a wild. 2016 was just a wild, wild year emotionally for me, but to deal with that estate, like it just really, and to be, for me to be walking around as I try to be as, as careful as possible, you know, and I don't, I don't mean that to, as to say, I take no risks in life. I take magnitudes of risks, you know, on a, on a weekly, monthly basis. But where I started on this little rant is that I do not have uh, a will in place. And I, you know, I, I recommend that everyone, including myself, get that in order. I got the life insurance in place. Everything's in line. Like there's, I got things written down and things recorded to say that, I, that people pretty much know what I want to have happen after, uh, after my soul leaves this body and leaves this earth. Just burn this fucking body, spread it around in a few places, do some cool things with it. There's some specific people who have some specific orders, you know, what to do with some of my ashes. But other than that, you know, let, let me go. Do not resuscitate. No known allergies. Take the organs. You know, that's my walking living will at this moment. I guess you can use Granddad's Basement Podcast episode 37 in my uh, right sound of mind and body portraying these words out there. But but I just wanted to to check in. Uh, it's been a minute. I didn't uh, I didn't mean to be gone so long. There's a prioritization of time. And as I think as everybody knows, like time, time is the most important essence to me. There's only so much of it. And when it comes down to my family, my wellness, my finances and causes that I care about, I got to prioritize everything accordingly from time to time. 
and if the the plate stays the same size. So the more that you pile on the plate, you know the you know so, some things are going to fall off. And and the podcast Granddad's Basement podcast, I, I'm trying to make a vow, like I, I will be putting this out for the foreseeable future. This is not going to uh, become you know, just something to go by the wayside. I'm always going to be around, but, and I'm, and I really hope I don't got like a month between episodes ever again, like ever, ever again. When I get to, if you've noticed a schedule, like it's, there's no schedule to the granddad's basement podcast, right? It, it, it drops once a week. If it doesn't drop once a week and I go two weeks without a podcast, I either just gave you two real close together or I give you two right after that two-week break. And this is the first time that it's, it's gone this long. I believe there might have been, been like a 18 or 19-day stretch or something, but I'm over here grinding. It's, 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 it's difficult to, to pump these out. And I did record three or four podcasts uh, throughout the pandemic, right when uh, Tucson opened back up, when Arizona's economy started opening back up. I uh, went to a little local, a local spot with a few people, and uh, it was just it was loud. Mo- the mobile mic's not great, just picking up just all kinds of excess noise. I mean, we're at a bar at the end of the day, so but the conversations that we had there were were very good as we were kind of moving forward into into just kind of restarting the economy and what's going on. Like we're we're at a bar. Is this is this okay? Like it, at first it felt kind of weird, and then after like a minute or two, it's like. Okay, we're just relaxed and just sitting at the table conversating, you know, just about all things life, about things pandemic, about business. It was it was interesting. It was a, it was a business meeting, you know, but you know, just out in public, just back being around people, and and, and ultimately it felt it felt really good. And then last week we threw we put vet checks back on, uh, so I don't know what's going to happen. Today is Wednesday, the twentieth of May. So uh, oh, tomorrow's tomorrow's Mrs. Rain's birthday, so I won't be. I won't be out doing nada, but uh, but sitting in the house enjoying uh, enjoying some family time. So, but last week we we kicked vet check back up, but we did it at one of the boys uh, one of the boys cribs. So we were just sitting over there. We we brought out the games. We played had the beer pong going. We uh, we had the we had the mics hot, but there there was music playing. Uh, we, we weren't in a studio, you know what I'm saying. So and people were off the mics. We were more just bullshitting and and kicking it at vet check versus doing a, a vet check Thursday podcast. Uh, we had the mics backed up, so the audio quality is just just not good. There are some snippets. Maybe I'll throw some snippets in. But the pandemic's been uh, it's been it's been something. I shouldn't even say, like obviously the pandemic, but the the quarantine. As far as my lifestyle, the way it's been impacted has been, it's just been interesting to handle and deal with. And I felt, you know, our household, we dealt with it proper, but we weren't hit as bad as a lot of people were. Some people have it way worse. So it's, it was a great time for us to sit back, enjoy some family time and really count the blessings that we have in our life, you know, to have a home, to not be out of work, to have, you know, my wife secure, already working from home. She goes unchanged for my career to have the flexibility to allow me to work from home entirely, you know, but like really just dealing with immediate client needs in the daytime and I'll just phone and email correspondence and more or less just hanging out with my sons. And then my wife gets off work middle of the afternoon and then boom, I take off and, and work from takeoff, meaning like I'm in my office, you know, jamming out uh, with some administrative work or I'm meeting clients, you know, in between, you know, 
noon, but really more like 3 and 5.30 because I'm home for dinner time. I haven't missed a dinner time at all. And then I pick back up the business in the evening time for a little bit for, for any evening correspondence that needs to be taken care of. So we were able to, to really balance it out. And, and make things you know work within our household and, and communicate and communicate better and openly and build you know a bond in the household so I feel I feel really just really good emotionally in my soul just sitting back and reflecting on those type of things because as my my older son was, was a baby. We moved from Minnesota to Arizona. I was in real estate school. We were buying a house. You know, so I, I was just transitioned completely out of the military. And I sat around and I got to be a stay-at-home dad for, for four months. And you know, I got so I got a lot of good bonding time with my oldest son, just one-on-one. And I was just always just a little bit sad up until pandemic hit that I wasn't gonna get that same opportunity at the same age with my younger son. Because it's a real interesting and volatile age, you know, little babies, to- infants, toddlers, you know, even older, like they want their mommies, they want moms. So to be able to have the time to spend with them to where they can understand and acknowledge and recognize me as a source of guidance and, and like love and emotion as well, it, it was really cool. Like obviously they still want mommy more than daddy. Like no doubt about that. That's the way. That's the way it goes with with uh, with little kids, you know, and in a two parent household. So and which you know, I'm very very fortunate and grateful that that's what we're able to uh, put forth. I'm sorry, my phone's blowing up. Let me uh, let me take a break. What up, though? I'm back. I don't remember quite where I left off, but I, I, was, I know I was talking about spending, getting to spend some time with my sons. And, and as I was talking about that, my, my older son got back. He was out with uh, his Grammy and Aunt Cindy today, so he got, to, he got to get out of the house for a little bit and kick it. So, so as we're, I don't know, as we're getting back to, to the next version of normal, you know, we're going to, it's still that give and take in the world, in life, as it always has been. But, you know, we're going to be, you know, we were given some time, uh, you know, while other things were taken from many people, you know, and some of that time is about to be taken back. So I guess, you know, what are you going to give? You know, where, where's the balance in that? 
one thing that's really cool that my household's gonna be doing moving forward, we're switching to part-time daycare. So again, like it goes back to just having a fantastic employer, but also having the reputation in, in, in my position, in my business, to be able to you know, make the part-time daycare work. So two days a week, I'll be working from home, pandemic style, boys all day until my wife gets off work. And then after that, uh, jam out whatever I need to get done, either administratively or client needs. And I should be able to n- not schedule clients on those two days a week we're doing daycare at home. So it'd be straight admin work. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be nice. We still got to get a, a, a little vibe from the team on that, but we're all, we're having a good meeting of the minds this weekend. So that's, that's going to be cool moving forward. So, you know, just, it, it's so amazing for me as a father to be able to spend as much time as possible with my two sons and think outside the box and make things work in a different way than other people are either willing to or able to, you know, or didn't think of doing something of, of the sorts. So, so it's cool to still full-time businessman, full-time professional. My wife's, you know, not going to miss a beat. You know, she's been the, the most unaffected person by this pandemic than anybody I know. Just wake up, go to work, hangs out with her boys afterwards. So, so it's all good. And you still get to to enjoy our family time on the weekends, but I'm rambling at this point. Um, I do got, I'm gonna, I got some, I got some topics coming. You know, I, like I said, you know, education major. So I like to, I like to lecture. I got some, some more philosophical stuff to throw out there. Just talking about the universe during the pandemic. I had a, <clears throat> a, a mushroom experience with myself and uh, outsider looking in. I'm just screaming at a tree in my backyard, but that was, uh, that was mind bending. I got to wrap my head around a few things and uh, a, a new sense of, a new sense of me, you know, being able to look at me through a different perspective. And, you know, that was really cool. Actually that, I might give you all that little bit of the conversation from the Vet Check podcast. So uh, I think I'm going to throw some music up on here, wrap this bad boy up and uh, give you a a taste of the last trip that gained me just some more life perspective. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Everybody be cool. Check on a vet. And hug your loved ones. Chip.
I ate some mushrooms a few weeks back. Fucking. I like you texting me. You're like, yo, man, you may not want to take that I got two kinds of. I got. I got two. I got two kinds of mushrooms. Um, so, I uh, have been microdosing with one strain, and then one night I just and and kind of dumped some mushrooms and then one night I was like well let me just try this one to really see what's going on and uh, it took me it took three grams and it sent me into a tizzy I tell you what yeah yeah uh, I was out in my backyard in the hot tub for three three and a half hours just trying to yeah, man, that, that Battle. you were like, man, I faced some serious shit last night. Yeah, I was just battling my complete entire manhood from childhood to date and had to conquer every single man who had ever, who has ever entered my life in a, like an authoritative position or in, influential position, fatherly type figure, a male role model has been the complete opposite of that. Like, just the complete scum, and also back a generation. Like, it's like every man who's been in contact with my mom has, like, bestowed filth upon my mother to a point uh, Brothers, like, one of them is a schizophrenic, the other one uh, died in his 30s from colon cancer, so they, they, they took, they, oh, he, he got taken up, his, his, that soul had to try again. Like, your, your soul needs to try again. You fuck some shit up. And then, like, my fucking dad used to knock my mom unconscious. Uh, and then I had multiple stepdads, all with their versions of just fuckery, all which, like, filtered down to me. So every male who was to, so I don't know and never knew, grew up knowing how to be a man. My dad then was out of. I will say this. Uh, this is one of the realest. Uh, moments I've ever seen him talk about his uh, his past. I've never seen him talk about his past like this. Like we do get into it when we talk about fights or when we talk about you know certain things, but this is the first I've ever seen Odin talk about his past like this. Well, yeah, I mean the mushrooms all brought it forth to me. Like I'm just just dealing with this influx of. Hey, dude, this shit is what is wrong with you, so stop trying to battle that. Like, just handle that and let's move on. Like, and it just I needed to take this dose to get there with it. But just all that was brought in front of me, and I just like slayed them. Like, and then my dad was out of my life for years and then came back in, and then now is out of. So, my, my, my father, who I am from his loins, like, has voluntarily stepped out of my life twice. It's like, okay, there's like, you don't get to know my kids. There's not like gonna be an opportunity to be a third. Like, you know, fool me once, fool me twice. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, we're good, we're good that's, on that. That's rough, man. So that, well, I mean, it, it is what it is. A lot of people had it a lot worse, but it is, it's its own, yeah, it's its own version because, of rough. Just because people had it a lot worse doesn't negate what you went through. Like, yeah. <clears> or <throat> just because people went through different circumstances doesn't negate what you went like, through. Like, for example, me, my dad walked out when I was like five years old, right? I never heard of it. I used an alcoholic drug, you know, like just like abusive, physically abusive. I have no memory of any of it, right? But I was, apparently I was abused or whatever. I had no recollection of it whatsoever. But uh, he tried to come back into my life when I was 
I graduated high school, like a per-year course. Tried to come back in my life, and I pretty much just gave him the fucking middle finger, and then he died, like, two or three years later. Like, you know, it makes me wonder, like, like should I, should I have taken that opportunity? But then again, you know, then something like what you went through, which is just like, it's it's rough, man. Yeah, what you do, you do. Yeah, so all like all those men, like that was the first wave, and then it like, it, it got a little bit better, and then my step, my current step, my mom, like all the abuse from stepdads was involved, and my my stepdad is my fourth stepdad, like the dude I call my stepdad. Yeah. Like everyone else is, they've had their own issues, and like I, but I, and I had to just like I'm getting this just all this mushroom just pouring in all this what has been awesomeness the flip side of that coin you can get some other things like right. just the the angst and animosity and like it was trying to dump my stepdad's pain into me like and I, but and and that that's where like the, I was like I'm not taking your George I'm not taking your pain I'm not George I yours isn't mine you're not you're my stepdad I love you you were kind of there for me, but like you came around too late. Like I'm not. I got the pain of these other stepdads. I got the pain of my dad. I got the pain of my uncles. I got the pain of my mother. Like and it was just trying to pour into me, and I fought it off. And this trip just kept going like that. That was the cycle of this trip for three and a half hours. It was just be all these things from my past coming in and me just fighting them off and slaying them. And then it turned to a point where I was just making deals with the universe. Like I was just like I got to. I was just snot pouring out of my nose from balled up crying in my hot tub mind you like in my yeah. backyard screaming at the universe saying fight me come at me like my kingdom is pure all you fucking perverts who that laid your hands on my mother and had your influence on me like you have nothing on me my household is pure i've never violated a woman i've never violated a child like i am pure my kingdom is pure come and fight me and come and try and take this from me that's where this trip took me man I'm in another fucking zone in my backyard in my hot tub just my hot tub was low on water from all the slashing I was doing just the snot dripping these tears just coming down and I'm just fighting and screaming into the water like and just going back and forth and just fighting all these battles and I'm talking to the universe like look I've had enough like you've given me fucking enough challenges and I've defeated every single one from from jump like you there's nothing that you could do to break me so stop being so difficult on me i was like i need easier choices and buy easier choices for me to make what i mean by that is i need you to make everyone i'm involved with every single person i'm involved with have easier choices to make like present my circle with better circumstances like that and i was just going back and forth with the universe for that and at that point, that shit was cool when I was kind of, I'm under this tree that has a family of hawks in it. And I, I looked up like hawks, like what does it mean when you see hawks? I got a nest of hawks in my yard. And, and it was just really cool. They're taking care of the yeah, rodents. Cool. They're taking care of the pack rats and the lizards aren't getting too crazy in my yard. It's dope. I love the fact that I got this big ass fucking hawk nest in my yard. But I looked it up. I'm like, what does it mean when you see hawks? And it was just like, Oh, like you're being presented with, you know, truth and wisdom, like from the universe. And I'm like, holy shit. And one of these motherfuckers swooped at me the other day, a week ago, two weeks ago. Like I'm just out in the daytime, quarantine life with my kids out in the backyard and I'm on the side. Bro came fucking swooped down next to me and I'm, you know, I knuckle up. I'm like, oh, and he skirt and turned around. He swooped down behind me. 
Scared, put the brakes on. I realized, oh, what the motherfucker? And he just flew off. He was just letting me know. Yeah. Just let me know. But they, they, Cooper's Hawks, they're vicious and they're beautiful. Oh, they, they run my yard. But I'm under this tree. And when I, like, when, the, when I'm being overtaken by the knowledge, like, the tree is big and vast. Seth, it's the tree. I said we need to, like, I got to trim that tree. Hey, I want to cut it down. Like, there's, there's some forces in that specific tree, and it's above my hot tub. And I, 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 that's the one that I was telling you about at Vet Check that I, like, this tree, and it's sober. And this, just, this, tree's a, this tree's a trip, so like I'm just with the hawks and these other visions, this otherworldly shit. And then when I got to talking to the universe, like, you make my circle better, give my wife this, give such and such this. Like, we need better choices, better options. People need to help be coming to grips with their reality. I need you to help them do that. It's just, I mean, just talking to God, just. And the, but the tree, like, shrunk. Like, I'm sitting there just talking to my fucking tree. And when it was overcoming me, it was big. And when I was like really fighting back and telling him, yo, I've defeated every battle you've brought in front of me in my life. I didn't break. I'm in a better place than I should be based on the circumstances given from youth. Like the tree got small, you know? And it was just, it, it was just a beautiful three and a half hours to just to be sitting back and wrapping my head around that just for the last couple of them. I was, that was, maybe March 12th, whatever Sunday right around March 12th was, so two months ago, so I'm still kind of getting to grips with it and wrapping my head around it, but it was just like, oh man, it was really, and ever since then, it's almost been, I talked to my wife about it a little bit, just a little bit, and I've been almost balanced since then, like it was like almost like, oh, I needed to get, I needed to fight off all, like I am, I am the ruler, I am the king, I am in control of my life, I don't need to fight you guys anymore from the men in my life. And then everything moving forward, it was just me, I guess, putting stuff out in the universe. I mean, really, when you think about it, just sitting in my backyard talking to a tree for three hours, man, <laughs> in the hot tub. But, my, but I got this light that changes colors. And I was like, I put it on. You can stop it from rotating and just pick each color. I was like, let me see what each color makes me feel like. And I fucking went through this fucking Roy G. Biv, and each one was something different. Like, it was a wild trip, just one warmth and, and fear. And like, the red, Red didn't overtake me, red overtook the tree. The tree was glowing red, and like I could, it was like orgasmic feelings as I would just look up and like this, you gotta see this tree, I keep mentioning it, but if you're not underneath it, it's just this wicked old mean looking tree with the fucking family of hawks living at the top of it. But like, yeah, I just- I've done mushrooms in your backyard, and I know that's what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, so I mean- I I've just been kind of dealing with that. I was microdosing up till about quarantine, and that was, you know, a few days into quarantine. I stopped microdosing and really haven't microdosed since. Like, I'm just trying to wrap my head around what this trip was and where I can take it next. And, like, next is, okay, that was a three-gram battle. Next is five. You know, I want to go, I got to go five deep.